0: Hey guys, it's Cooper Gretsch here from Kick It to Scoop. I am the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors and results. You wanna be part of the show, Kick It to Scoop. Send through your questions through the Facebook link, which I'll attach every show on the post. And if you wanna email me at aflinfolive at gmail.com, send through your questions and you may feature on the show and be answered your question from yours truly, Cooper Gretsch, for free. Yes, for free. If you want to be on the show, as I said, send it through and I'll get back to you. Go Saints! That's this is. Kick it to scoops. Hello everyone and welcome to Kick it to scoops. I'm your host, Cooper Gretsch, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumors and results. We're back, not, we ain't virtual today. We are in person, and what a big, big show we have for you guys today! Big, big—not the big, big sounds of the west of the town, like the mighty giants. A big, big show here from Ticket to Scoops, the host Cooper Gretsch, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumours, and results. We've got a massive show. We've got about four, five plus editions of Scoops Goes Bang back in person. So some big Scoops Goes Bang segments to go. I'm going to bang on about a lot of, lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff. Any bets? Goal reenacted by yours truly, crew, Gretz, solo man of AFL information, trade room as adults. Will I nail it, first shot? You'll find it very soon. I'm getting excited, guys. I think I will nail it and nail it to perfection like Eddie Betts has. We'll also go through my rolling All-Australian team. Uh, preview and review the rounds gone and upcoming. My hero of the week. Uh, your audio messages, just the one today. And my final thoughts. But one thing I want to mention on top of the show, merch and cameo. Merch. Is in the works. There is two new items set to be released right, well, I might say right after this episode, but possibly tomorrow night. If not, definitely in the next few days. New merch items will be released in terms of being revealed. Might not necessarily be out for sale straight away, but it will be revealed. So I'm really looking forward to share that with you guys. And some of the things that will be released are things you guys have asked for. So you'll be really impre- appreciative of that. Uh, And while I'm at it, Cameo, you want me on Cameo, head to Cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Now, please welcome the world famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. Now, I have a lot of stuff to bang on about. I'm just getting it up on my phone here, guys, because there's so many things that I have to scroll literally just to find it. And there is so many Scoops Goes Bang on and go talk about. And this is the first of many. Now... Be prepared to see, hear a lot of swearing in this guy, so I'm giving you pre-warning through this whole edition of Scoops Goes Bang. There may be some explicit... Oh, well, I can't even say the word. there a few swear words being used, so if you've got your kids listening, I advise you for them not to listen to this version of Scoops Goes Bang. So enjoy it, because there's a lot to go through. Joel Selwood. Chris Scott. Chris Scott. Now, Joel Selwood... Got let off with a cheap hit on Bailey Dale and another incident with another Bulldogs player. How last week against Geelong at GMHBA, the Western Bulldogs, how Joel Selwood only got fined for those two separate incidents? Ridiculous! AFL's love child Stephen Hocking, he's a Geelong man through and through. And surprise, surprise, yes, he's not the match review officer. So that's Michael Christian. But don't tell me that Steve Hocking does not have a say in any of this at all. He is ridiculous. i tell you what, how that guy got let off. And then Chris Scott had the balls to say that, oh, you've got to respect Joel because he's this time-premise player, blah, 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 he's a captain, he's courageous. What the f*** does that have to do with anything with this particular instance? That is a cheap, dirty grub act. How he didn't get suspended is ridiculous. If Toby Green had done what Joel Selwood did, I guarantee you we wouldn't be talking about one week. We'd probably be talking about two or three weeks, and that he should be suspended for a long period of time. Ridiculous, Scott. Left your bloody game, and Joel Selwood. Keep up the cheap acts, mate, and he should be shipped off out of the competition. Now you thought that was it? Oh no! Now people can say we don't want to go political on a football page Uh, and a football show in this case, but I'm going to. The New South Wales health team and the Premier, Gladys, I don't give a what your last name is. I cannot pronounce it, and you don't need to pronounce your last name because that's irrelevant to this fact. Gladys. Gladys and the New South Wales health team, Brad Hazard and uh, Kerry Chant or whatever her name is. I frankly could not give a crap what her name is. But seriously, guys, come on. Look, I respect your roles and that you've got the position you're in, but to say that you're the gold standard... Please, gold standard, try nuffy standard. And before people in the comments want to say, that's me, no, that's Gladys, whatever her last name is, and Brad Hazard and Kerry Chan and that New South Wales health team, ridiculous. They have stuffed up not only Sydney, not only the AFL competition, but they've stuffed up the entirety of Australia. And look at the NT, got some cases for a mine incident. Then you've got Queensland, with a few cases linked to Sydney. The WA are in a four-day lockdown as we speak. Because of Sydney and Gladys, I don't give a crap what your last name is. Lift your game, and you should be sacked. Like Anastasia Palaszczuk from Queensland, Mark McGowan from WA sacked. People want to have a go at Daniel Andrews and say, "Oh, another lockdown." For starters, he's had a, the poor man's had a really bad back injury, and fell up downstairs in his um, home house, and uh, you know, ridiculous. And people want to criticise him. James Melino, the acting premier of Victoria at the moment, done a good job. And um, People want to blame Dan for the recent lockdown. He wasn't even doing the job for fuck's sake. Okay? Lift your game. Dan's the man. Okay? I stand with Dan. Now, we'll move on to the next Scoops Goes Bang one, and trust me when I tell you there's a lot more to come. They're probably two of the big ones, but trust me when I say there is more to come, and I'm just getting it up to the next one we're going to go through, Damien Hardwick and the Richmond Football Club. Oh well, Dimmer. Remember a long time ago, Dimmer, when you said we don't want to play at Marvel Stadium. We want to play the MCG. It's got soul and energy. Our fans and people want to go there. Well, last time I checked, there was a twenty-five percent capacity at the MCG Friday against the Saints. Who won, by the way? Go Saints. Um, Yes, but we'll get to that later. Don't you worry. I will mention that. Um, But yeah, Dimmer, you said you got heart and soul. It's got no soul at Marvel our people come to the MCG. Well, at a 25,000 capacity, you have allocated 23,000 of those 25,000 seats since fans got offered of 2,000 and used them all and rightfully so. Richmond offered 23,000. There was like 11,000 Richmond members that did not turn up. It was like 14,000, 15,000 there. Where well, was the other 11,000 Richmond members dimmer? I thought the fans only flocked to the MCG, not Marvel, even though it's a you fool, um, But Come now, nah, Dimmer. You're a good guy. Okay. Yeah, but where is that? No heart, no soul. Are your fans of? Are your fans not loyal or what? Come on, Dimmer. Lift your game, mate. And Richmond fans, don't tell me it's because of the weather. That is soft. I was there. Two thousand other, or one thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine other Saints fans were there. Members were there. Other Richmond fans were there. Don't give me that excuse. People want to complain too about, oh, I'll lift the capacity. That's why people will go, no. You couldn't fill 25,000. How do you expect to fill 85,000, which is projected for this week in Victoria? Come on. Lift your game. Oh, two. One's a journalist. and One's a former AFL player. They say former great, whatever. This has nothing to do with his playing ability. He was a hunger, say, people say. Kevin Bartlett. Before the game, Kevin Bartlett said that Richmond were going to win by 129 points. Now, this is not the only time that Kevin Bartlett's uh, pumped up Richmond a lot and say they'll win by a ridiculous margin. So, really, I shouldn't be mentioning it, but I am Last time I checked, uh, KB, uh, the Saints won by 40 points, and that's my take. Get it? That's my take. And that's also a fact, Kevin. David King. Now, a lot of opinionated stuff that David King is entitled to do his opinion like anyone. He's like I am, like he is, like KB is, like anyone. But, Kingy, before the call, on the way to the game, I heard you say on SEN before the show, uh, before the game, rather, that uh, Richmond should worry about next week in reference to the game this week against Gold Coast and the upcoming weeks after that against Geelong, Brisbane, whoever they got. Well, David King, another St. Kilda basher in the media. What a shock. It's not the only time you back St. Kilda. In fact, you've been doing it throughout the week again. Uh, Kane Corns is another one. Matty Lloyd's another one. But, hey, Kingy, what happened to you saying that Richmond will have an easy win and think about next week? Last time I checked out the Saints won, I thought you ate your words, mate. See, come back to bite you. You pretty much gave the St. Kilda the win by saying that. So thank you very much, Kingy. You know what? I was going to say that'd be the final one. I mean, I could keep going and going and going about a few other things. And I'm going to do so. uh, As I mentioned earlier about New South Wales and the government and that and everything like that, there was a lot of cases affected by them. Yeah, lift your game, Gladys. Now, this one, this headline on the AFL website. A reference to Marcus Pontepelli's... Yes, Marcus Pontepelli. Yes, he does exist, guys. Yes, I know. Yes, he was in the team of the week this week and he got my three brown votes. So just pipe it down, guys. The headline on the AFL website was, is this goal of the year? The bond snaps a miracle major. Miracle major? Look, great goal. I'm not putting that down to have been a bad goal or an average goal. It's a good goal, really good goal. But goal of the year? Come on. If that was a... Average player, a fringe player. Would you be carrying on all that media, AFL media? No, you wouldn't. Lift your game. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed that very long edition of Scoops. Yous being Now, we'll move on to my rolling all-Australian team. The heavily debated rolling all-Australian team, guys, after round 15. There is three changes from the round 14 rolling all-Australian team. I will go through the back six. Uh, we'll, in, the, in the back line, we've got Jake Lloyd and Isaac Cumming in the pockets. But a new addition to the site in full back at full back, sorry, replacing Sam Collins, who's missed the third week for their injury, is from the Melbourne Footy Club, Stephen May. Now, Stephen May has earned his spot on the side, just simply hasn't gotten in because Sam Collins has been locking in that key defensive spot uh, and Darcy Moore when he was in, which Tom Stewart replaced him last week. Uh, but, yeah, Stephen May's in the side and well-deserved. Halfback flank, still Jack Crisp with his crisp disposal. And Daniel Rich, because he's a rich boy. And Tommy Stewart at St. Hartback, who had a poor game on the weekend, by the way. But he's still on the side. Now, the wing is Sam Walsh and Ollie Wines. The sediment is still the man of steel. One of the best on the weekend for the Saints was Jack Steele. So, as I said, Sam Walsh and Ollie Wines on the wings and Jack Steele in the guts. The half-forward line, a few positional changes. David McKay and Toby Green who is the new addition to the side. I take that back, Toby Green. Uh, David Mundy and Toik Miller, the center forward, is Tex Walker. Replaces uh, Ben King in that position. Is Ben King in the side? You'll find out in a sec. And uh, the forward pockets, you've got Joshy Bruce, uh, Harry Mackay, full forward still, and Toby Green, who I just teased before, is in the side in the forward pocket. Toby Green, another great few weeks since coming back from injury. The Ruckman, he's back, guys. My man, as you say, saying, my love child, or whatever you want to call him, but he's not Brody Grundy. He's back in the side as the ruckman. Bros is back. He had a great game against the Dockers, against fellow ruckman Sean Darcy, who is who he has replaced in the team. The F- Robbers, Jackson McRae and Tommy Mitchell, both had great dominant games on the weekend. The change, still is unchanged: Luke Parker, Clayton Oliver, Callum Mills and Zach Merritt. So the overall changes from the round 14 side to the round 15 side in Brody Grundy, Toby Green and Stephen May. Out goes Sean Darcy, Benny King, and Sam Collins. Now, leave your thoughts, guys, in the comments below what changes you would make, who would come in, and for who. Don't just say, oh, Jack Steele shouldn't be in there because he's St Kilda. Actually, if you want to say that, give me a midfielder to replace him, thank you very much. I'm happy to hear your opinions, but if you make comments like that, you're not worth my time. Now, we'll move on to the next segment, which is previewing and reviewing all the rounds... Just gone, which I am going to now get them up in front of me. Uh, and we're going to go through that, and then very shortly, we will go th- and I will go reenact the Eddie Betts goal, which I'm sure you guys in love. We'll get to that very shortly, uh, but we're just going to go preview and review the rounds just gone for round 15 results at the Gabbard on Thursday night. Was Geelong and the Brisbane Footy Club, Brisbane Lions Footy Club, the Lions 44 point victory. To the Lions, how great were the Lions? Dane Zorko, Joey Dano kicking four They were great, great win for the Lions. The Saints, 40-point wins over Richmond at the MCG on Friday, yes. Saints, 62 to Richmond, 22. Richmond were kept by the Saints to two goals. Two goals. That is a great achievement from the Saints. I loved it. Great performance from the Saints. Uh, On the Saturday games, the Roos and the Suns. A lot of close games on Saturday. North Melbourne, 72, defeated the Suns, 63. Nine-point victory to the Roos, which we'll be happy about. And they're on two and a half wins for the season. Apologies to the background noise. We just can't control that. Uh, And Collingwood and the Dockers. Another close game at Marvel. The Dockers by 12 points. They're another good game. Poor Adelaide and Swans, another good game. The Power, 81 to the Swans, 71. Poor Adelaide with 10 point victory win to the Power. And Essendon and Melbourne. Melbourne, 11 point victory, 68 to 57. One thing I want to point out here people say I don't like Essendon. So I'm just going to put this out there right now. They were screwed over a lot in that game. But are you surprised? The umpiring is crap this year. It's been crap every year. But this year's just on another level. And it's not only in Essendon games. It's happening in St Kilda games, happening in other teams game, all right? So just leaving that there. Sunday games, GWS and Hawthorne. Hawks upset the Giants at the G. The Giants started pretty well, but the Hawks came back late. The Hawks had 18-point victory over the Giants, 90 to 72. Uh, The Eagles and the Dockers. What the Eagles and the Dockers? The Eagles and the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs spanked the overrated home track bullies, West Coast, who couldn't even bully a team at home, and the bullies, the Western Bulldogs, bullied the West Coast Wiggles at, uh, yes, the West Coast Wiggles at Doppler Stadium, 55-point victory to the Bulldogs, as I said, 98-43, to 43. and the Blues, I suppose you could call it an upset win, 83-73, to 73, a 10-point victory over the Crows at Marvel Stadium. Now, I'm going to give you my tips for this round, and as, as follows, these are currently where the venues are and who's playing who when. Thursday night at Metricon Stadium, which it won't be there. they would end up potentially being moved to Marvel Stadium, the Gold Coast and the Richmond Footy Club. You think Richmond should win, but if Richmond lose this, they pretty much will be out of the eight after the round, which will be great to see for non-Richmond Football Club fans. Friday night at GMHBA Stadium, Geelong v. Essendon. Essendon go- visiting Geelong for the first time in a very, very long time, uh, but Geelong should win there. On Saturday at the MCG, Melbourne GWS at 1.45. We'll go the... Demons. At Twilight game at Adelaide Oval, Adelaide and Brisbane I will go for the Brisbane Lions. Uh, the Saturday night games. First off is Fremantle and Carlton at Stadium, which potentially will be moved to Tassie or Victoria. So therefore it would be potentially in Carlton's favour. So I'm going to go for, I'll go for the Dockers there. And in Sean Burgoyne's final game, I'm going to go a little bit more detail on this. Sean Burgoyne's had a great career at the Adelaide Footy Club and now at the Hawks. So many times he's won a premiership at the Hawks and Power. Um, yeah. Game 400 for Sean Bergen. Hawks, Power, Marvel same 740 Saturday night. Urge you to go down there, Hawks fans and Port fans, if you can. Uh, but unfortunately for Sean Bergen, in game 400, I think the Power will uh, ruin his party. But uh, nonetheless, Sean Bergen, congratulations on a great career when you retire at the end of the season, mate. On Sunday, the game at GMHBA so in Geelong. Yes, in Geelong, Sydney, hosting the Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go for Swans simply because West Coast don't win away from home and they can't even win, away from, win at home last week against the Bulldogs. Now, the big game at the MCG. We've got the Pies and the Saints, 320 Sunday. Of course, I'm going for the Pies. Now, Brody Grady v. Paddy Ryder and Roland Marshall will be a great ruck duo there. And Timmy Membry out for potentially on Brandon Maynard. It would be a great contest as well. And the final game for the round Bulldogs and North Melbourne at Marvel Stadium, 440. Bulldogs should be far too good. Now, you know what I'm going to do, guys? I've been calling. I teased that last night on the page. I'm going to do it now. You want know, me to go see in the background here? I'm going to go reenact the Eddie Betts moment. Well, guess what? Let's go find out how I go. I guarantee you I'm going to get it for show sure. I'm going to guarantee you that. Okay? Let's go. Kick it to scoops. In the pocket, Eddie Harbrough. Eddie Thugger. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! You're yeah. 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 a magician! <laughs> That's what the get Eddie Harbrough, Eddie. Oh, Eddie oh, oh, yes, Eddie Betts. You're a magician. Kick at the scoops. Wow! Did you see that? My reenactment of the Eddie Betts, Eddie Betts, done it perfectly. But what do you guys think? That was first shot. And before people tell me no, that wasn't first shot. I guarantee you that was first shot. I um. Yeah, that was first shot. I guarantee that Eddie Betts will be proud. Tag Eddie Betts. Tweet Eddie Betts. Show him my goal if you want or give him a link to this episode and i guarantee Eddie Betts will love it. That was great. That was my first shot. And I'm not – before anyone says, oh, you're probably a left footer. I am a right footer. I can hardly kick over 30 meters. So to do that first take, left footed, check side, don't tell me that's not good because you're simply just lying to me, right to my face. I hope you guys love that. There potentially could be some more reenactments in the future. If you want any specific reenactments you want me to try and attempt, please let me know, and I'll try and reenact some of them that are realistic football-related, of course, footy your goals. Not marks, not whatever, just goals, please. Thank you very much. I hope you guys enjoy that. Please let me know in the comments down below what you think. And, again, tweet Eddie Betts or Instagram message him. Uh, now we'll move on to my hero of the week. Well, in this case, it's the heroes of the week yet again, surprisingly. It's my team. My team behind the camera, in the merch department, everywhere. I want to thank them for all their hard work and dedication that they do. I've got the camera giving me a smile there that is appreciative of. And uh, all the other guys of the merch team, they really are appreciative. Um, I really thank them for all their work. This wouldn't happen if it wasn't for them. So I really do appreciate all the guys and girls at the team that do a great work. So thank you all. You are my heroes of the week. Now, we'll move on to your audio messages, just the one, because we had some technical difficulties um, and we had a short time frame for people to send them in, and there was only one sent in, and we'll play it right now. Yeah, g'day, Cooper. Cameron Gordy here, mate, coach of the infamous Never Pick an Eagle fantasy football team. Uh, long-time caller, first-time listener here, mate. Uh, I'm a big big Dockers fan, obviously. Um, Nat Fife's my favourite player. Um, and being, being a proud West Australian, you know, there's the Dockers-Eagles rivalry. Um, just uh, just wondering what's your thoughts, mate. I reckon Nat, Nat Fife's better than any West Coast player on on their current list. Um, I really appreciate and rate your opinion of, uh, of football, mate. So I'm just interested to hear whether you think Nat Fife is, is better than any uh, Eagles player. Cheers to that, mate. Catch ya. Thank you, Cameron, for your wonderful and well-thought-out question. Yeah, simply... Nat 5 is the best player in WA at the moment. He's better than any player on the West list. Don't give me Tim Kelly. Do not give me Andrew Gaff. Don't give me Dom She just because he hit a great goal in the grand final. There's a few great players of the Dockers probably before an eagle. Nat 5 is one. Andy Brazier is a young gun. But, yeah, Nat 5 is clearly not only the best of the Dockers, the best of the Eagles, which means, therefore, the best player in current WA's in the WA in the AFL size between the Dockers and the Eagles. Well thought out question, Cameron. Really do appreciate it. Now guys, if you want your question sent through, there's two ways to do it. You can send it through, you can email me at aflinfolive at gmail.com. I'll repeat that for you guys. At AFL Info Live, I'm getting startled by all these cars coming past, at aflinfolive at gmail.com, or through the link which we attach in every description of this YouTube episode of Kick It to Scoops. Uh, my final thoughts are guys, simply, Please subscribe to the channel. Please watch this video. It means a lot to me to watch all the 1,200 plus subscribers on YouTube. Keep that coming. Uh, we need the watch hours yeah, up at 4,000. I think it is. We're getting close to that. We need that done so then I can go live, do Q and A's. Not only just recorded stuff or through messages on the Facebook page or through a comment on a post. But you want a live Q and A on YouTube? Um, you know what to do. Watch this video. Share your, the video. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Comment, like, share, everything. It means out a lot. So I really do appreciate it, guys. Hopefully next week again we are virtual. Potentially some more goal reenactments of certain players because there's one in the pipeline, which you will see live next week. Until next, one, until next week, everyone, have a great one. All the best. And most importantly, go Saints!